say like women, you know, I think women having guns. Get rid of women. No, 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 no. <laughs> women having guns to protect themselves is a necessity. Yeah, yeah. Or or anybody like it equalizes, yeah. right? Like I'm I'm a small so guy. If you get, so if, yeah, if you that, get rid of that guns, si- that's six foot three. You gotta get rid of violence. Three hundred pounds, seventeen yeah. year old. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I I think I don't know if you get rid of violence because sometimes you gotta punch a mother in the face. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense, your local favorite barbershop-style podcast. I'm Tavares Ferguson, joined my co-host Buff and Rizzy. Fellas, you know what to do. Well, the Jonathan Majors trial is upon us. Uh, today was opening arguments, and they closed the day without even selecting a jury. Uh, but one thing that they did get is the judge approved them to keep all evidence um, that may be damning to Jonathan Major's character closed until they actually get into the trial. Their excuse was that they said that they wouldn't be able to see the jury if it became public or whatever. So they did closed sessions before jury selection to figure out what could be presented or not. Um, so that's all we have right now. We're recording on third or Wednesday, uh, the 29th. So the first day of the trial. So we'll, we'll revisit this next week. I'm sure. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a quick trial, so we'll probably be reporting on this, um, for the next couple of weeks, but we'll try to keep you guys as updated as possible on that. Um, but speaking of movie stars and movie actors and, and movies out there, I just shared with you guys the trailer for the Harry Potter for black people. It's called the Ma- um, the American Society of Magical Negroes, and so it's coming out next March. And so, for the potheads out there, for the um, satirists out there, so the premise of this is: if you guys have ever looked at shows like um, the Legend of Bagger Vance or what they what they call the Magical Negro, uh, is the trope there where black people are there just to let the white person or white character advance and they're there to help them out and that type of thing uh and so this society it's it's kind of a satire on that they're they're recruiting a black kid to come in and be one of these magical negroes uh so it looks really funny to me uh the teaser trailer was the only thing that came out but i think i'm kind of excited for it my buddy uh that he was in dungeons and dragons you guys may not have uh, watched that movie, but the black kid that played the wizard in Dungeons and Dragons, he's uh, going to be the main character in it. So I'm all here for it. He was also in what was the um, the rap show on Netflix that got canceled from the 80s. You know, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Uh, the, the Get Down. So, yeah, he was the uh, main character in the Get Down. So, yeah, it's going to be good, man. So just. I'm excited for it. We'll see how it uh, all shakes out. But that's all I really got, man. All right, cool. So uh, last week... Is it a real cool. movie? Yeah, yeah. It's a real movie. What is it going to be on? It's it's re- releasing in theaters. So, you know, it's a March movie. So it, it's not supposed to be a, a big summer blockbuster or anything nah, like that. It's one of those type movies. Uh, so it's, it's, it's lower budgeted and everything. It's not going to be a Harry Potter. 
it really is a satire on that. So think of, I don't know if you guys ever watched League of Extraordinary Gentlemen uh, back in the day, that type of movie. It's going to be a little bit kind of like that. Well, but not to cut you, uh, steal your thunder or anything, but Rise, I'm finally happy that you said extraordinary because you used to say extraordinary and you used to piss me off, but continue, bro. <laughs> It depends on like how no. in what context I'm using it. <laughs> so sometimes you're just calling someone ordinary and they're extraordinary. And then sometimes you're calling yeah. them extraordinary. No, that's just ordinary. <laughs> you can't yeah. So maybe how you, more, can you be then ordinary? Maybe you can just say really, can, really, really, really ordinary. Yeah. Well we used to call it the, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And I was like, nah. no. Yes, I you did. Yes, I, I used to get you don't remember us having this maybe, conversation? Maybe. I think yeah, so. I was like, dude, yeah. don't say that anymore. In, in Afghanistan, yes. I yes. think we talked, we had that conversation. It's like, dude, <laughs> you can't be extraordinary. Like, you're that's just ordinary. You can't, man. You can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh last week when we came back, we had been gone for two weeks, and we were doing our best to mention everything that happened. But one thing I forgot to mention was our classmate, uh it was Krishana Hunt, I think it's Sean Krishana. Granger now, but she leads the Alabama A&M uh, dance team, and they were the first HBCU to lead, not the first HBCU to march, but the first HBCU to lead the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. And I just want to give her and her team a huge shout out. I forgot to mention that uh, last week, but that was very cool to uh, see. my applause in the Rosie. Yeah, yep, definitely deserve. Well Round deserved. of applause. Let um, me see that hand clap. Not that. I'm gonna do that. One. Not that kind. Just a regular applause, man. <laughs> That's an extraordinary <laughs> applause, sir. We just, we just need some extraordinary applause, sir. Um, I I was sharing my Christmas list with somebody, and he's like, "Oh man, there's some good stuff on here." And then he was like, "But explain players' ball." So just like we had to let y'all know that Space Age Pimping is indeed a romantic song. It is a romantic song. Players' mm-hmm. ball is a Christmas song. I don't know how many. I don't. I think yep. people are unaware of that it's a LaFace Records, one of the Christmas album. That's what Outkast submitted. The very first line yep. is, "It's beginning to look a lot like," and the Christmas is mentioned yep. throughout the song. Follow my every yeah, step. So yep. <laughs> it's a Christmas song. I, it's a Christmas song from the hood, but it's a Christmas song. So there yeah, is Christmas in the what, hood. What, what a lot of folks don't understand or know is that the Players' Ball was a Christmas event uh, yes. for the players like that's what they did yeah. uh, and so it happened that's on Christmas how Day. it became a Christmas <laughs> yes. song yeah yeah it's almost like Die Hard happening on Christmas um, so <laughs> oh, <okay. fuck. laughs> you know I so I had him he was, he was, he was yeah, into yeah. it too he was yeah. like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you gotta suck him in I, I, it's just one of the greats like you I, know it's I like never, it's I, never, I just have never seen a Christmas movie <laughs> fight so hard to prove that it's a Christmas movie I just have never seen that, but okay, whatever. Uh, but on a, on a more serious tip, um, I, talking about players ball, but I want to transition to this show. We frequently talk about mental health and I say, you know, for the most part, I still don't think we have made the progress that we think we have in that regard on uh, how important it is and, and how serious it can be. So Florida team, earlier this year by the name of Brendan Deepa, I believe. He's a six foot six, 275 pound, 270 pound 17 year old that was in high school. 
He was originally in a special school, but the funding for that school got cut and it wound up closing down because the residents did not approve a property tax. So that school wound up getting closing down, transitioned to a regular school. So he no longer has the one-on-one and, you know, all the the things that a special needs school would have for him. Uh, He's had several incidents over and over and over. He wound up attacking a teacher knocking her unconscious like he flung her in the air um and started beating on her and stuff and now he's facing 30 years he's facing 30 years and yes he deserves to be punished but my argument is he never should have been in that position that teacher never should have been in that position in the first place he did not belong in that type of school he needed a school that could specifically address his needs he was raised in a foster home he was abused as a kid. He had like four incidents leading up to this one. And even in one of the videos when he's getting arrested, he's literally like, he said it like, am I going to jail? Like he just beat this teacher unconscious and he's asking the police, am I going? And they're like, yeah. He's like, for how long? I don't really want to go to jail. Like he clearly... It's not a normal kid, but he should not have even been in that situation. And he's one of the many people that fall through the cracks because we once again do not treat mental health as serious as we should. And I say that because the comments on the video were just so sickening. Understandable, what he did was brutal. I don't want to take away from that. But how people fail to realize that he never should have been in that position in the first place and that he does need help and that he does need to be thrown in jail for 30 years with with real killers and grown men. We have a long ways to go on mental health. I don't know if you mentioned it. Can you give a describe him again? Six foot six, 270 pounds, 17 year old. In Florida, Brendan Deepa. Black. Black. White. Black. Okay. Yeah, black. Okay. I left that part out. Yeah, black kid. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Black kid. But we can have people shoot up churches and shoot up schools, and we want to cry mental health, and, you know, but that's neither here or there. Not for him, though. Yeah. And, you know, that, that that's legitimately like, hey, this this dude has mental health issues. And one last uh, one last thing on his report, it said one of the things that triggered him is snatching things from him. And apparently, one of the teachers, because it's been cleared up, the teacher he attacked, people thought that she was the one that snatched his Nintendo Switch. She she said, "I for the record, I didn't snatch his Nintendo. It was a different uh, teacher." But he was triggered. Yeah, in his report, it, it's do not snatch from him. And that's exactly what happened. Yep. And so there's documentation that he has mental health issues. Yes. Yet and still when, you know, we try to make allowances or rationalize other people possibly having mental health issues when other things happen. You know, I'm trying to be subtle with it. You know, I don't know how much more subtle I could be. (laughs) So I don't have a lot one of the things I do want to go on is I don't know if you guys have seen the changeling on Apple TV. I think we're on episode. Oh, it's a show. I think about a movie. 
Yeah, it's a, it's fairly new, right? Yeah, it's fairly um, new. I think Lakeith, it's like last year. Lakeith Lakeith Stanfield. Last year. Is that oh, his okay. name? Mm-hmm. Disregard. I don't, I, it's uh, it's on Apple, Apple TV. It's a pretty interesting movie. I mean, show. It's a take on. It's like a horror suspense, essentially. Lakeith falls in love with this young lady. They have a baby, and it just goes downhill from there. Uh, think witches, demonic craziness. It's just, it's very interesting. It's a make. It's a head scratcher sometimes. You definitely don't see what's coming around the corner. But uh, I think it's a good watch if you guys are looking for something just unique to watch. And um, Z and I have stayed up the last couple of nights. Check it out. I got my free Apple TV till like April. I mean, December 12th or something. Okay. Well, I do. I do Apollo TV. Shout out for Apollo TV. It's a streaming service. You actually pay for it. Mm. uh, But it's like six months for maybe $70. And they have... it's like what was a the first streaming service where they uh, jailbroke it that everybody used to have back in the day? Talk about uh, Cody, yeah. Cody, so it's like Cody or it's like Cody, but it's you're paying for it. So it's like the 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 streams are legit. It's once you down, you know, once you put on whatever, it's it's there. Uh, the movies come out a lot earlier, and then a lot of times it just. And it might be stuff that's already out on different streaming services, but it's a one-stop shop for the streaming service. So things that I can't watch on HBO Max, I'm watching on HBO, I mean, on uh, Apollo, the Apple TV stuff. It's on Apollo as well. So, and I think you can stream up to six, six or seven devices. So been pretty good so far. Uh, With that being said, uh, is Sophia asleep? She isn't, but since I'm still COVIDy, she can't come cool. in. But I do have a joke today. I, I went ahead and prepped one uh, for you guys. Lucky us. Yay. Yay. All right. What do you call a cold canine? A chili dog. That was that was so easy. I can't believe I can't believe I can't believe we didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you said that because uh, I was uh, something not a hot dog. Something not a hot dog. Um, and now I wouldn't mind a chili dog. How about that? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They are delicious. Yeah. TJ would agree with you. He's a Sonic fan, so because Sonic apparently likes hot dog, I mean chili dogs. Yeah, yeah, that's his thing. Like yep. Jasmine, and like Jasmine <laughs> says, it has to have onions. Yeah, yeah, they are better with onions, and I don't even like onions for real. So yeah, that's one of the few things I will get onions well, on. Well, you know, I'm allergic to onions, so I'll die. So I'm just going to take. We don't want that. <laughs> uh, I don't know who asked first question, but political nerds Henry Kissinger just passed away. So. Don't know enough about him to know if he was great or bad, but 
Rest in peace. I'm pretty sure you'll find you'll figure it out in the next few days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that is that so, is your thing. Rest in um, peace. Somebody didn't go last week. Who didn't go last week? Rossi. Uh, me, I didn't. So I, I can I can go. Okay. Um, and I, I know we talked about it a little bit, but it's been a while. And um, I don't know if you guys saw Ric Flair on Club Shay Shay, uh, and if you guys. If any of the listeners did not see it and you like wrestling, go check that out. It was a very, very good interview. It was really entertaining. Gave you a lot of backstory on just wrestling in general. I didn't know that Shannon Sharp was such a wrestling fan, but like he was bringing out obscure wrestlers that I didn't know anything about. And so I was like, wow, he he really likes wrestling or he really, really prepped for the interview. One another. But from the sounds of it, I think he really did. Um, like know a lot of this at what was going on especially in early wrestling days so, oh, uh, when they were really localized so he like wrestling he like wrestling yeah like yeah old school so but with that being said um rick flair gave his mount rushmore so i don't know if you guys remember what they were i'll, I'll let you guys know but it was Shawn michaels undertaker hulk hogan and stone cold that is rick flair's mount rushmore of wrestlers and we're all wrestling fans here. I think we had the Mount Rushmore of finishing moves, but I don't think we ever have done Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. So want to get the brothers Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. He also said Shawn Michaels was the GOAT as far as in-ring in, in the in ring. ring wrestling. Yeah. Um, oh, I think clarity. we may have did our favorite four, maybe our favorite five. I don't know if we did like Mount Rushmore. I don't are, know. Are we oh, okay. I don't know. Are we talking about the greatest or our favorites? Because that's a different the list greatest. for me. So the Rushmore, okay? Yeah, yeah, the Rushmore. So yeah, my, and, and I think that's I think that's exactly yeah. what we did. Is what what was our favorites? Yeah. But the actual Mount Rushmore of yeah. wrestling. See, so yeah, because my Mount Rushmore is not necessarily my favorites. Um, but I I was surprised. I I think he was just being humble. I was surprised Nature Boy didn't name himself. But I think. So, just real quick, my criteria for being on Mount Rushmore, because wrestling is largely considered a silly sport. Like, it, you know, anytime you tell somebody you watch wrestling, you know it's fake, right? So, it's one of those sports that you just really have to love and just enjoy. And anytime you have a wrestler come along that transcends to, like, the casual fan to the person that doesn't even watch wrestling, but they know who that wrestler is, then they need to be considered. So for that, you got to have Ric Flair on there. Ric Flair, you have to have Hulk Hogan, even though he called us niggas, but you got to have Hulk Hogan on there. The next two are a little bit, I think it's just preference because I think a younger generation would probably say John Cena belongs on there, but he's not on, he's not on mine. So Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, and then is it The Rock or The Undertaker? <laughs> is it because if you if you really think about it in the grand scheme of things, The Rock's career, like his peak career, is fairly is relatively short because he was like Rocky Maivia, a part of the nation at first. He wasn't he wasn't that popular. He didn't have his catchphrases yet. Mm-hmm. He didn't get his catchphrases until he separated from them. Got a little more chiseled. Because he, I ain't going to say he was flabby, but he wasn't the rock. 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go Undertaker. I'm gonna go Undertaker. I just it's it's hard for me to say Undertaker because I don't remember. You think about somebody like my mom who never watched wrestling. I don't think she would have known who the Undertaker was. She definitely could have told you who Hulk Hogan was. Not sure about Ric Flair. She probably would have said Andre the Giant or something like that. But I don't know if the casual non-watching wrestling fan could say Undertaker. But I think I'll put him there. I think I'll put him. But I'm not mad if somebody puts the rock. So Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and Stone Cold. Undertaker. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Yeah. My bad. I had a shiver. Like I, I just got a, a shiver. Like it, it just came out Talk of nowhere. About the taker. So, uh, <laughs> so, and that list is far from my favorite four, by the way. Yeah. Right. Same. Right. So my list. Yeah. You gotta go, Hulk Hogan. To me, Hulk Hogan is wrestling. Yeah. Enough said. So much to the fact that I think that time period he overshadowed Ric Flair for me, so that's why Ric Flair is staying off my list. That, I, you I know, can't be like mad at that. yeah, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair was almost like the B list, and no disrespect to the the, uh, the Nature Boy at that time when there's only be one one man at the top. He was he was the John Stark. The freaking Carl Malone, great, but there's only one Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like when he came to, he's a he was a Clyde Drexler of wrestling at the time. <laughs> That's a good one. Right? That's a good one right there. Like you, you, you know, if, if, we, if we were if we were picking, like right, we playing basketball, I'm, I'm Michael Jordan's like. Did I be Clyde the Glide then? You know, like you, you, you just if you got first pick, you're Michael Jordan. Like it's not even who are we? If you get first pick, it's already okay. Byron get first pick, so he's Jordan. So I'm gonna be, you know. Um, and then I think by that time, Ric Flair, if I he was a little older, you know. My second, just because of his energy and his personality, Macho Man. Just because, okay, all right. Just because I, I think his proximity was, uh, to Hulk Hogan helps out his popularity too, because you know he would yeah. tag team a lot. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he was just such he was a character. Like he was the first real larger than life. You know what I'm saying, brother? Like he he just his whole personality not my favorite, and he, he came kind of out the blue when when I was talking about the thinking of this list. But he was just that that flying elbow. He was kind of undersized. It was just something about him that was hard to root against. Like you, you, he was a macho man. You know what I'm saying? Then you know, I'm gonna go with Stone Cold. I think Stone Cold was part of an era. Attitude, like era. he that attitude mm-hmm. era. He was the persona. And for this, almost probably the same reason Macho Man is on my list, I got to put The Rock on my list. Because to me, those are the two greatest time periods in wrestling in my lifetime. 
and they had this frenemy relationship. Like there was a mutual respect, but you know, Hogan and Macho Man were partners, but they beefed a little bit. Like it was, it was, then it just went out into all off beef. Stone Cold and freaking The Rock. Some of the best, not necessarily just matches, but some of the best just <sighs> their microphone skills were their microphone skills just yeah, top tier. Mm-hmm. And you, that's why you talking about Rock wasn't maybe he was short lived. The people's elbow, the people's eyebrow. What's your name? It doesn't matter. Like yeah. I've never seen anybody with those with, outside of those two have so many catchphrases that ever, it became part of popular culture. Right? It was everybody it doesn't matter because stone so stone cold said so like that's it austin 316 was a thing like that was a whole movement i love the taker i want to put the taker on my list and he was cool if you were a wrestling fan i'm talking about what these people did for the the industry you know macho man helped propel hulk hogan to greatness with their rivalries and all that stuff and their friendships and Queen Elizabeth. It was just so much around that whole macho man. <sighs> Definitely not my favorites, good but list. I will give it to those four. Yeah. That's the beauty of these, these Mount Rushmore's, right? Like you, you can make the case there. there there's probably eight or 10 that could go I was just on the thinking, list. We need like a top ten, he, really, like a college right, football right, ranking. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. at any answers. point, any of them would make sense. Like, and so it really comes down to what's your argument behind it. There are so, some um, answers though, like, and that's why I'm waiting on you to say your list, Razzy. I'm just hoping you yeah, and you like. I'm probably gonna some, have one of them. You post about a left field, like so, uh, the one, two, three kid. The, I didn't even expect. The only same one me and Ferg had was Hulk Hogan, right? Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold. Stone Cold okay. Stone Cold, yeah. So my, mine is a, a little bit of a blend of both of you guys, actually. Um, and so you guys said everything about Hulk Hogan. He has a goal in there, right? He is wrestling. Um, like him, indifferent, whatever. He he was wrestling. Um, but then what I look at a lot of times is who elevated the sport, the the genre, who who did something to kind of expand, get people to t- kind of watch it, and so. The Rock and Stone Cold, I put on there together because that Attitude Era, the 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 expansion of people watching because of that. Uh, so I put both of them yeah, on there. You didn't even look at the, it. wasn't even about the matches. It's just what were what was going to happen with those two when you heard that glass mm-hmm. breaking. Like there was something you knew all hell was about to break loose. So that's right, two and three, right. right? You're not trying to put them together. Yeah. You're not trying yeah, to sneak yeah, them yeah. in. No, there. No, that's what yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, I was wondering that so too. I got both, I got both of them like, on there. Hey, no. can't do that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, I can't do that. So yeah, both of them, and and the fourth actually yes. is the left field one that you talk about for her, but uh, it's Triple H. I knew you were gonna say the game, and I'm surprised you didn't say the game, Buff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> for those that don't know, I used to, I used to be the game at work at sales. <laughs> we'll pour water and spit it out in the parking lot. <laughs> With Cussle. Yeah, he worked there, yeah. guys. He I'm working. There. I'm on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Rossi, my man, man. But I, not just that, though. But like, yes, his persona, his character, 
and everything. But I think he drove a lot of that Attitude Era and then the eras after that. So he was still there when Stone Cold and The Rock left. He had to take on that mantle, right? Become the champ for a while, did all of that. But then he went into the front office and did a lot where you talk about driving a lot of the storylines, keeping wrestling afloat. Um, so he did a lot of that where when when Vince McMahon and, and even Stephanie, right? He married Stephanie. Uh, and so he's kind of running everything. He's playing both sides. And so I really feel like Triple H kept wrestling together so that it could have this resurgence that it's having today with a lot of the, the John Cena's and, and, and the folks that are kind of wrestling today and everything. I think he held it together for a long time by himself um, and, and had to do that. And so I'm, I'm giving Triple H, you know, his flowers okay. on that. I, I will accept that. I'm glad <laughs> you explained it because, you know, when I think of him, I think of him, as, oh my God, I think of him part as a DX, you know, like, so it was more mm-hmm. so not him standing on his own and and now I'll never forget he was Hunter Helms Hurst Helmsley so it's always hard to you know he's like it's just like you said Rocky Rock was Rocky Malvia you know yeah. <laughs> um okay okay I can say but yeah like he he was DX right he was the front man for DX yeah you know you, you had Diesel there you had you know Heartbreak Kid and, and you know like it, it was it was a trio there. Uh, but at the same time, I th- I felt like he was kind of that big, me overbearing like, X Pac, not Diesel. In DX, he said he said one Kevin two three Nash kid. A, yeah, no, Kevin Nash, Nash was in in DX. You think you're thinking of NWO? Yeah, you think about NWO. New, oh, new, shit, new world. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but he he drove DX though, and so oh, and it was China in there too, right? Like so, yeah, yeah, it was kind of that what tragic group. Yeah, man. Yes. So, so that was it, so, man. I, I wanted to take a trip down lane. Yeah, one day oh, go we're ahead. gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do tag teams one day. Let's let's okay. let that be All a right. question one day. Good question. <laughs> I mean, there's, all them heat, baby. Good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we, we're, we're all gonna get. I almost said Booker T. I almost said Booker T too. Hey, man. So he, as far as again, as far as a solo there, black, right? yeah, solo black uh, wrestler, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we're all gonna the road warriors, LOD. You know, like that's automatic. Like that's the Hulk Hogan of, you know, just just so we won't have to wait. You know, <laughs> I mean, the, you, you got the rockers too. Mm. Like mm. didn't last long enough. I, I, I will put the Steiner brothers over the rockers. <laughs> which way? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, are we doing this now? Are we going nah, down just no, 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 no. days out there, you know. Just saying. Um, <laughs> New Age Outlaws grew on me too. I hated them at first. You talking about with Billy Gunn? Though? Yeah, yeah. He really can't. I'm an ass man. Oh God, they were so. Yeah, they grew on me, boy. <laughs> oh man! All right, Latino Heat. Just throwing. Let's get. Let's, let's go. Who's the next? It could be uh, you or I. It doesn't matter. I don't have. Much. Well, I'm going to cheat then. So um, today is Wednesday, uh, November 29th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. And uh, we had a post today, and 
we got a lot of different answers and I, and I, I really want to ask the, the question and then I'm gonna go a little deeper. Bear with me. So the post today, it says, if you could eliminate one thing from the world, what would it be? So I want you guys to give me your answer. And it could be one of the answers you saw on the group or the uh, the thread, but also want you and why, but also want you to think about when they say, be careful what you wish for, because some of these things really sound great in theory, but you know, and I hate to be that guy that sounds like, but sometimes there's the necessary evils and necessary things that, you know, play that out and what does the world really look like, right? And so, so let's I, go. I actually, it's funny you said that because I actually thought about that when I read some of the answers. I'm like, mm, what's the, uh, you know, what's the flip side of that? But my my answer uh, was um, social media. Um, I think social media has done a lot of good, but I think, I think in general, we'd be better off without it. And one of the answers I saw on the thread that I really liked was cancer. And that's because it's personal. I lost both parents to that. And it's something that, you know, I really wish we could find a, uh, a cure for. So I thought that was a great answer that I saw on the thread, but my answer was social media. Okay. Was there any answers that you just completely disagreed with? They just let me let Rosie answer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, your, your answer might be uh, Rosie's answer might be one that you I, completely I, disagree I, with. I, 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 I briefly disagree. saw one that said something about fake white privilege, and I didn't even hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, okay. We'll get there. We'll get, we'll, 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 we'll get we'll go there. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I. That's crazy. I've been so busy today i haven't even looked at it and so i didn't even see the post so i haven't even had a chance to look at it um so for me that, ugh, that's a difficult one because like you said when you start thinking through what that means you you, you really gotta think about what what the outset of, uh, the opposite of that is right like when you when you take it away what does that really do for um, America, for you, our people, people in general? Um, I I would say I'd take away countries. Like I would want a single world government there. So NWO baby, new world order. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I think a lot of what we we do away with a lot of war that way uh if we could we could have a single government that the problem is is everybody gonna agree to it i don't know um we'd have the answers no have people so but i i think when you talk about if we could have a single government that cuts down on what we can actually war about and have wars about right like if we as a country came together and said or as a world and said here are our governing laws or whatever um and do it may i don't know maybe like and that's what the united nations was supposed to be right is hey this is world overarching here's the the baseline that everybody gotta uh, d- uh go with and then your country or your state or whatever can do something um you know on top of that that type of thing 
But I do think we need to get to where we have a single kind of stop looking at countries so that you don't have if there is a war in the Middle East, people aren't like, oh, well, they can't come over here. Right. And, and they're not going to drain us because it, it's no different. Those, those those arbitrary boundaries that we've created go away. And so now we are all looking at each other as one people and we can kind of figure it out from there. Right. Um, so that that's where I'd go with it. And, you know, again, it's it's hard to envision something going away that we have today. But that I think that would actually give us more benefits than negatives. OK, well. We're gonna. I'm gonna finish mine, and then I think we're just let's poke holes in each other's mm-hmm. uh, yeah answers. Because I, I think when I saw, I think when you said it, Byron's face, even, unless he was looking at something else, kind of was like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine, the best one I saw, and I kind of, and I'm still iffy about it, but I like where they were going with this, and it might have to be. Go a little deeper was lack of accountability. I just saw that. I think that if used properly, that solves so many of the world's problems. It's self accountability. It's group accountability. You know, you know, am I accountable for my um, my fellow man? So the example you were using, Rizzi, you know, somebody's warring, we're accountable for each other. We're accountable for the person who might be doing the atrocities. We're accountable for the people who are suffering. Like, you know, there's an accountability for, you know, it's all. Rizzi, uh, you didn't get to see the post, but the answer for probably the worst one is, I'm not even going to say the answer for the worst, worst one. It's, I I think I understand where this person was going and we're just joking. It's all a lot of fun. You know, everybody's entitled to the right answer, but there was one person that said fake white supremacy. Um, supremacy. Yeah, I said privilege. And I, and I, and say again, I said, I misspoke. I said fake white privilege, but it was fake white supremacy. And so I asked for clarity and I, I guess I got schooled or something and was apparently lost in the matrix. But, uh, but it was saying, you know, things like not understanding how the government is moving things around, handling us, just messing our lives up. But I think the fake part was referring to white superiority more than I think that's what it's saying. Like it's it's white supremacy, supremacy is fake because you're not supreme or uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, superior. I think, I think so, too. I think that's what that person was trying to get at. So I think it was merging the two saying, hey, white supremacy should be gone, you know, and that would make the world a lot better. But at the same time, it shouldn't even be a thing because your uh, superiority, superiority complex is fake. We all know that, you know, people of color have done all these great things throughout history, yada, 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 yada. But, you know, I'm thinking that was the what the person was trying to say. Byron, I don't know if you saw the response. Was that kind of where she was going with that? I I believe so. It, it was kind of like what you said, like they're not supreme and everything is being controlled on purpose and it doesn't necessarily do with whiteness 
I don't know. It, it was like a lot. But I hate when someone <laughs> puts stuff out there like that. And then it's like, okay, elaborate. Oh, I shouldn't have to. You should already know. And if you don't, then you just don't get it. Oh, well, thanks for nothing. Okay. <laughs> she did explain. I still kind of, but I didn't want to go back and forth. You know, but you um, know it's what? Not, it's to, be, to be fair, let me, uh, so, because the listeners may understand it better. They said, um, they originally said fake white supremacy. We asked to elaborate. Doesn't seem like I should have to. And if you can't see it around you and grade in the entire system from housing, wealth gap and employment, it's no need to explain anything. The matrix has you. So a couple of more people said, well, can you, I'm not familiar with that term. They said, do some research. And then finally, I think this was the most elaborate. So she was, she was describing systemic racism, not white supremacy, but okay, go. All right. Now, now I I get it. Okay. Last response was fake. Meaning it's not actually real. They know, get us together in a room and they know we know who the alpha man on this planet at this particular time the fake is their weapons TV, radio, social media propaganda to hide the fact that their masculinity is a fraud so like first said I think they're saying that white people aren't really supreme and they use a lot of tools to make us think they're supreme so I'm like that and- yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Okay. All right. So system, systemic racism, uh, white privilege. Yeah. You know, all the stuff. So, but I think the fake was misused. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, it makes it, it seem just, like you don't think it exists. Yeah. That's why I was confused. Uh, but I want to credit Miles Morgan for the answer that I use, uh, who's a top fan. Shout out. Shout out to you. Uh, but lack of accountability was his response. And when I saw that, I'm like, that's it. That's it. So, uh, fellas, how do you feel about it? Y'all want to uh, challenge each other's get get rid of the world? I, well, I'll just say on the thread, one of the ones I, I think I would, well, I would definitely want them on here too defend it but I think the ones that made me say hmm were like hate someone said they would get rid of sin and someone said they would get rid of guns and so those three I would probably offer some pushback and see exactly where those go hate sin and guns because hate is a human emotion so you're getting rid of a total a a total emotion from us so violence get rid of violence yeah. and like even with guns it's like okay if you get rid of guns then you have to get rid of anything that's a threat to say like women you know I think women having guns <laughs> get, get rid of women no 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 <laughs> women having guns to protect themselves is a necessity yeah yeah or or anybody like it, it equalizes yeah. right like I'm, I'm a small so guy so if you, yeah, if you that, get rid of that guns, si- that's six foot three. You gotta get rid of violence. Three hundred pounds, seventeen yeah. year old. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I think I don't know if you get rid of violence because sometimes you got to punch a motherfucker in the face. So you know, it, it is one of those things that every at at, at some point, that's a good one. Violence, you do need to embark violence on folks. I I, I, I hate to put it like that. Like you eh. know the, the <laughs> saying, uh, you know. Try, uh, walk softly but carry a big stick like at some point 
I got to put hands. You got to put paws on somebody. It, it just what, is. What, what about is. sanctioned violence? Because because now you now you, you you're attacking my boxing and, and, and football to an extent. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> so you know, but so I, I mean, without violence, how do you defend yourself? Right, like. But, I, if, but um, would you need uh, to defend yourself if there's no violence? If, if I'm, if nobody else in the world was violent, what's the need to defend yourself outside of Rizzi, who says every once in a while, you you invented violence. Everybody, <laughs> you know, no, no. and all of a sudden you're like, you know, every once in a while a nigga need to get something in the face. I don't even know the word for it. <laughs> Let's call it punch. No, punch sounds better. Punch. <laughs> no, I mean, but but think about. I, I don't know. It, there's no violence, but somebody's breaking in your house, stealing your. <laughs> like you just gonna let them walk out? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, that wasn't violence. You, that you, that you, was pilfering. But you, they but walk you, in. They just walk in and take my TV. But you can replace that, shit and everybody lives, and you got insurance, and life life moves on. Versus, buff, buff. Not, not, not everybody <laughs> has insurance. Not everybody can replace it because if somebody breaks in my house and now, I'm not worried about the TV. I'm worried about my family's safety. Let's be honest, right? Like if somebody walks in your house, you're not like, oh, this two foot tall person walked in my house and took my TV. You're not crying about the TV. It's the fact that Tab can't sleep at night thinking somebody might break in a house and come back and harm them. Those are the things that, you know, you're going to place the TV. And I'm saying you have to. Um, I'm just saying. I want my TV, you know, though. And if people can just, they can just keep doing it over and over and over. So, right, and they I keep think, doing I think, it. I think or, I'm leaning towards Rosie, man. Yeah, like, 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 like I said, like, we we we're not talking violence, but okay. Um, Israel just goes and says, "Uh, this is part of my country now." But and one country there's no too. violence to now. keep them away. Oh wait, now that's a part of my country too. Like you know, how, how do they do that? You, they can't Russia, do that. Russia, how, how? Russia just they just announce it. Yeah, and if there's no violence to keep them away if there's no but threat I, of violence if, if, if you come in my house saying it's my like you can't just you have to get you have to stay violent to stay in my house somebody gonna have to get violent no they can just squat if you aren't gonna get violent and put me out how did it get in there I can peacefully come and sit I, didn't, I don't have to enact violence to just walk in well you just sitting there I, I walk around the neighborhood jiggle doors until I find somebody that has their door open I walk in and sit on their couch <laughs> You starve and you sit down and eat a nice steak dinner, and they just, oh man, thank you. <laughs> oh, this was your pussy. Just walking the kitchen, bro, man, from the fifth floor. Get rid of rape. I, I'm good with getting rid of rape. Yeah. Rape, I, I, I rape. Think, that's, yeah, that's a good one. That's that is that's the answer. Yeah, yeah get rid of rape. It's never. There's right. never. You know, like. <laughs> I just want to be clear. I'm not laughing at rape. I just thought about the Dave Chappelle joke, yeah, and it made me but laugh. He, he rapes, but he, he saves. saves. He saves more than he rapes. <laughs> yeah. So, so what, rape what about you, what about social media? I feel like that has a lot of holes you can poke in. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have a platform to talk to our our listeners. We just hope that uh, <laughs> <laughs> we would even have this question today. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's most think, things. Think about, group me is considered a social media. And if it wasn't for group me, yeah, we, we probably we, wouldn't have this show. We, we wouldn't swap, wouldn't be as close as we are together. Like you even said it, right? Like so group me 
And Ferg starting that group me was the best thing that ever happened to SWAT. Just right? start a text like, thread other next than time. us coming together. Just start a text thread huh? next time. I mean, yeah. That's not social media. He probably would have done it, but it, I'm just saying that like that access to people makes a difference. I, I do think that it has expanded I, I, our I, touch to I people. would push back against group me being social media though, because you really I guess there are ways you can access people that you don't have contact information on, but it's really just used as a chat among people you know versus social media. You make a post and anybody can comment on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, I mean, but you, you can you set parameters just like group, group. You can set parameters just like group me. You know, it's the fact that if only my friends can see my posts. And, you know, I don't make my posts shareable. I mean, there's privacies around it. It's just we want everybody to see what the hell we think and say. Um, social media. And, you know, I'm not a huge fan of what social media has created. You know, it's it's sometimes it's not that you're not a fan of the the item or the tool you're you're you just you're opposed to the world is created right guns don't kill people right like we're Oliver just said we're not we're, you know we're not opposed to guns it's the things that and the access and how people use guns and how they manipulate that to make the world shit you know it's it's most things aren't inherently bad right it's how people utilize them that you know utilize them rises one world order <laughs> one world order new rising order uh country. what what would be different for most people i mean how do you govern the whole world how, how does america govern and One of the largest geographic areas. Plenty of problems with that now. I mean, our political system, our our government is it's we can't we can't agree what we hell we can't agree what what to do in a city, you, a state. Yeah, if you it's, have, if you have one cunt, one you're gonna have to have one religion. Like, I just I think we will eventually one race. We eventually separate. So it may it, not be countries, but it'll be some type of separation. You you will find a way to separate you, yeah. and and somebody's going to be oppressed. So it's going to be because there's always there's going to be differences. And the thing about it, usually there, you know, and I think that's what makes America a little different than most countries is because of diversity, and we probably have less similarities than most countries because our our ethnic groups are like our religions. Like we have so many different melting points where most, a lot of countries, there's more people who can find common ground, you know? Uh, and so if we became one I, world, I, look at it, I mean, but when, when you, when you talk about one government, you, you understand how many things go away when you like what don't you talk about tariffs, right? like import export taxes when you talk about transportation when you talk about you know hoarding resources those types of things uh it's way easier for us to share resources 
throughout the world when you have a single government that is responsible for sharing those resources throughout the world, right? So there is no, hey, Africa has to impart this tax to get it to US so we can, you can have a global economy when you have a global government. You can't do that. And and so that's so hard, right? We talk about banking and having to, this country doesn't want to give information to that country. This, this area doesn't want to give information to that area. You talk about different, you know, exchange rates. So when you talk about all the different currencies that you use based on that. So if you do a single government, all of that becomes one. I don't like when you talked about like having a single religion, those types of things. I mean, the U S doesn't have an official religion. And when you, when you talk about, I mean, we, we're a Christian, go- and like a Christian it, a lot country, of our problems, we don't have an official. And a, but a lot of our problems religion. stem around uh, conservative Christian yeah, religion. We, we absolutely and, have an official religion. <laughs> and the thing about it is yeah. you have people who push against maybe I can, I'm a Christian, but I don't believe that. And then you're, you're ostracized or the government tries to dictate. I see what you're saying. Like there's certain things, maybe a uh, single economy or I, I don't know, but there's going to be the there's always going to be the haves and half nots, and people are going to try oh, to find. Yeah, a, I, I don't think are it's going to be this utopia where it's going to solve everything. So but what what I'm saying is is if you can have that where all of that dissolves, where you're not having to worry about all the different countries and like when you talk about trying to extradition, right? When you're talking about things like that, like non extradition, being able to find a criminal. And, and bring them back to wherever they did the crime. And when you talk about uh, information sharing, right, this country doesn't have to hoard this so that, you know, the other people don't need it or can't have it and that type of, like, all of that kind of goes away. It There's an economy of scale when you talk about governing. And you, having that single government does add that economy of scale where we only have to have that one governing body and then we can have the lower, just like we have in the states, right? You can have city level, you can have state level, you can have country level, but having a single government to sit on top of that to say, hey, here's the, the universal laws that we're going to go around, um, then I, I think you get a little bit more of that. That's And truthfully, that's what the UN was supposed to be. Uh, it's just, it never got, it never grew teeth and it didn't be- become this kind of overarching body. Because people are selfish. It, it, it can, <clears throat> because even if, even if it happened, it would be short lived. Somebody's going to feel underrepresented because somebody's going to take advantage of the situation, right? Somebody's going to take advantage. It might be U.S. for the next forty years, but if Nigeria and Saudi Arabia found a way to leverage their their resources, then India starts, um, yeah, you know, populating it, more, and so now yeah, they get more gonna, votes, and so yeah, now sixty yeah. percent of the uh, world population is there. So yeah, yeah wow. if it's a true you know, democracy, yeah. I um, so I I, I do wanted wanted to push back though. I feel like I just want to go back to social media. It's done more harm than good. Than good. And yeah. you're right. A gun by itself doesn't do any bad, but I think that's just a. I don't think that's a good comparison. Social media can be used for so many different. The only bad thing a gun can do is harm somebody, like <laughs> kill, somebody. kill somebody. Yeah, just, like, it's, only, it's, just, just, just that little thing. Yeah, it's it's just, one one thing. Social media can do it's false information, uh, force somebody to commit suicide, bully people. It does all these make depression. Like we are, 
statistics show that we are as a population more sad than we've ever been not as happy as we used to be we're comparing ourselves to everything we see on there. it does so much more bad oh yeah and it reaches mm-hmm. way more people than a Glock 22 yeah, yeah. Um, and for yours accountability I think the only problem with that is who determines what's accountability because I may think I'm being accountable the other person may not so who determines what's accountability yeah, and, and my my answer is not to create a utopia. I think, I, I, I think from so with continue. with accountability, I would say, what about tribalism? If we got rid of that, I think a lot of times we don't like to admit we're wrong about something because of the the tribe that we're aligning ourselves with. Like we may say, like we always see women aren't account- accountable because women want to stick together and be right about this. Uh, Men aren't accountable. They want to be right about this. Uh, Republicans, Democrats, like sometimes tribalism just forces you to stick your feet in the ground and, and not admit faults and what's wrong. Yeah. But I think, do you think it's human nature to belong to that's, these, yeah. these, that's these the thing. All that these just, things we want to get rid of is like human nature. It's gonna <laughs> yeah. It's 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 you know animals travel in packs. You know yeah. you in it pack animals travel with animals of that same pack. You don't see a zebra traveling with a goddamn uh, lion because there's a common ground of you know you know what I'm saying like it's. <laughs> I'm so I'm so silly, man. I just got the lion saying, man. I'm hungry. And I'll show this What was the movie? Uh, with Eddie Murphy? Uh, no, Chris Rock. Um, oh, the, the lion, the zebra, the penguins. See, all this sounds crazy. Uh, yeah, Zootopia. Yeah. Because, this is, no, uh, Madagascar. Was it Madagascar? Oh, Madagascar. Yeah. 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 Look how crazy that looked. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And when they got to when they got to Africa, it was like, what the fuck going on with these people? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like it, the world pulled them into, and there's your tribalism, right, Byron? It's like, right. we can get along because our tribe is the zoo, right? And then you get into the real world and it's saying, hey, oh, why are you over there messing with them zebras, dog? Kind of like, you know, <laughs> think when you're a kid, like, well, I remember being a kid, the younger I was, you know, racism wasn't really a thing. You know, you liked who liked you. You got on blue shoes. He got on blue shoes. Your shoes say Mario. His shoes say Luigi. We're brothers. Like that's that 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 was life. You know, that was your tribe. Your tribe was Super Mario Brothers. Now, if Rise had on some Sonic, there's your beef, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> they had to start a beef somewhere. But then you know, life just keeps creating tribes. So tribalism. But it's just human nature. Um, we can all agree on cancer. We agree on cancer. We agree on rape. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Is sickness as a whole? Um. I mean, are are we trying to be realistic with it? No, like, but that's what because people because it, answers though. Like, I think people don't yeah. think them through. And like, so you said, like, if you could eradicate cancer, the world would be a better place. There's there. You can't tell me one good reason. <laughs> to keep cancer. Hold on, yeah. hold on. That's like saying, you know what? I want to get rid of death altogether. Like it's it's just one of those things. Do it all on pink ribbons. <laughs> October, yes. man. Yeah. So you well, know, right. What, what about what about uh, poverty? 
because it sounds cruel to say you need, but if if nobody is poor, then doesn't like is there any bad you know net? I mean, because yeah, you think like about- I, I said, I, I think I said it at one point. There will always have to be a peasant class. Yeah, there I mean, has to be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's because there's- even in even in communist and socialist countries, there is a a caste system. There's a there's a hierarchy to those systems, right? I mean, there are jobs that have higher levels of responsibility, high need higher level training, higher level thought, hey. and and they deserve. To make the money that they make with what they do, right? Argument can be made that uh, the threat of poverty helps some people be accountable, makes them strive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. But I mean, I I think I think extreme poverty. I I think there should be a a bare minimum that we can get everybody to no homelessness, right? Maybe no homelessness. Yeah, like, like I, I don't think there should be somebody that just can't eat, no homelessness, even if it is, hey, we have these open bays with 200, um, you know, um, it, like beds and we feed your slop or a bare minimum food or whatever. And you can always go there and you can always eat and every person, it's enough room for every homeless person in, in the city and governments have to set up aside enough money to be able to uh, provide and guess for what? however many and guess they, what? they do. How does how do those things get built? How do those people get fed? And where are you going to build them? Because ain't nobody going to want everybody in their neighborhood. Well, yeah. And, and that, that's what I mean. And, and so you'd have to create rules around that, right? Like, hey, whenever your population is this much, like every 100,000, you got to have 2,000 beds ready for homeless people. I, I, staff, whatever, whatever. What you're you saying. You got to throw it in your taxes saying, and all that to be able to staff that? it. The taxes. I mean, everybody's taxes. That's what I'm saying. So Cities, governments my, have to put you're in. increase my taxes every time we get more homeless mm-hmm. people, and because homeless people know that they have a they have an out and they don't have to be da, 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 accountable. No, I'll, no, I'll that, that's why I say you got to give one. them that bare minimum. I don't think we have to increase taxes. We got money. We yeah. we find it when we need to send it to other countries. We got money. Uh, we, uh, you know, I've said that. Yeah. I've said that. But then, but you got to think the average people complain about take take the homelessness and out. I got they don't one. want to increase taxes for their own kids in the school. That's where I was going. So, inferior education. I think there should never be a reason that any kid who wants access to a good education shouldn't be able to get it. We got our third one. What's what's the good education though? What? How, I how mean, do you, like how do you good books? Yeah. Like you know teachers classroom conditions classroom yeah. con- you know like it's you know it's yeah and they can fix that one very easily take it out of uh, local property taxes and they need to uh, bump it up to at least the city or the state level or yeah, so it should it, be local uh, taxes for it because all it does is or create... even a federal and, and throw it at a federal level that's what how every school gets funded but, you know per pupil yada 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 we're still that trying to get we got people trying to get rid of the board of education yeah because they're idiots oh, you know rape Cancer, inferior education. Yeah, it is. Look at yep. us solving yeah. stuff and homelessness. Homelessness. So we're saying uh, we should get rid. Of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But kind of, kind of iffy on how we would implement it. But do we, it. We, yeah, we, yeah. How do you implement it? But yeah, there yeah, should I mean, be. I think. I think because I think homelessness. The 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 pushback is. Does it does it get people uh, out of being? 
accountable. If somebody, my, my thing is, if somebody wants to be to live in that condition, right? And and and, and I don't think it needs to be the best of conditions, yeah. right? I, I literally think You're it needs to be a bed. They don't starve inside of and a, they got a roof. Yeah. Over their head. Right. That's it. You, you you know, no, you're not bringing in a TV in here. Y'all not putting couches in here. None of that. Y'all literally can have a bed to sleep in, roof over your head and something to eat. Yeah, but you know what? You know, and the thing about it is it, it it's a access to shelter and food does not necessarily mean homelessness goes away. And uh, right? I, I think the difficult part about that. Well, I guess you I guess we could pay for some it. people choose some people are just gonna choose to still be out in these streets. Mm-hmm. And you gotta man it with some type of security. Love. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's that's a big part of it too. But it's also some people because there's people who have access, and I'm not, you know, I've never been homeless, and I'm not saying like I'm an expert on uh, homelessness, but I think there's some people who have options to not be just in. It's I don't want to follow these rules. Where, you know, like you said, I can't bring my TV in, I can't bring my dog and I can't do this as I can't do that. You know, I'm going to I can I can do what the hell I want to do under this bridge. And when you yeah. move me out this bridge, I'm going to move to the next one. You know, um, some of these people that, you know, I know there's some mental health and, you know, homeless is nothing to joke about. And I'm not blaming anybody, but there there are people who probably can get out of homelessness. And just have decided not to follow societal norms, mm-hmm. you know. Um, alrighty, uh, no, definitely don't have time for my uh, any more questions. Yeah, no, we're done. <laughs> uh, well, with that being said, let's go ahead and close on out. Um, two things: sneaker balls coming up. So if you guys aren't ready for that, Three Brothers will be in the house. Shout out to Contentville, powered by Inspire You on Air. Make sure y'all download the Inspire You on Air app. Check us out every Monday, 8 o'clock on the app, uh, as well as come get ready for the sneaker ball in January. Come hang out with us. It's going to be dope event. If you don't have your tickets, go get them right now. And finally, uh, Josh Giddy has been accused of sex with a minor. And that's all we can say, obviously, because nobody else wants to report on it. And their whole thing is that they may get sued. But I wanted to at least say that part and put it out there um, that, you know, he has been accused of sexual misconduct uh, with the minor. And Stephen A said it. He was like, look, we don't actually know what exactly happened. The kid's only 21 years old. I think that's how old he is or, or that's what he Stephen A threw out there. So, or when it happened, he was 21. Maybe that's what it is. Um, And so, I don't know, but whatever's happening with it, nobody's talking about it. And it it is a stark difference uh, from some other athletes when things go on. uh, They get all this attention and and nobody's worried about being sued or anything like that. But um, he is, he is 21, just to confirm. Um, And I'll just put it out there, you know, some of the, the pushback has been, you know, uh, the world was going ham on uh Ja Morant, mm-hmm. where you know he made some questionable choices and stuff like that, showed a lack of good decision making skills. None of the things he did was supposedly harmful to others, but you know this guy, you know, uh, accused of being with a minor. But like you said, he's twenty one. 
he just turned 21. So he was 23 months ago. Right. right? So I don't know how, well, that's still, you know, a minor is somebody's under 18. So if you're 20 dating a 17 year old, that's still kind of, you know, it's not that unusual though. Right. Like there, there are 17 year olds that are freshmen in college right now that I know for a fact, 21, 22 year old seniors are dating. That is true. So let's let's not act like it's all crazy. I think what it is is that he's been accused of it versus John Morant that we knew what had happened, right? Like he had, there was proof. He was on video with these things. Uh, And so I think that's what the media is saying is that all we can basically say is that he was accused of it. And until the facts come out, they can't really skewer him versus what a John Morant or something that got caught on a video or, you know, something like that where they know exactly what happened. I don't know about that one, but that's that's the argument behind it, folks. He's white too, so that's like yeah. when you when you say you haven't heard much about it, it's, it has a lot to do with the fact he's white. <laughs> I mean, Go ahead, call it call it spade a spade. Yeah, I mean, we had a New York Giants kicker who beat his wife. Heard very little about that. He was white. We had a Seattle Seahawks football player who beat his black girlfriend. Finally got sentenced in in that, I believe, but we heard very little about that. But what we have heard about is Warren Moon. We heard about John Morant. We heard about um any any other and rightfully so. Like when when anybody puts their hands on a woman or in this case has an inappropriate relationship with a minor, should be heard about. But the coverage is a little different depending on the race at times. Yep. So, wanted to at least so, throw it out there though not in his defense but trying to stay true and not have what did Chris Rock call it um, selective outrage was that something yes. like that selective outrage yeah I want to give him the benefit of the doubt not even the benefit of the doubt I will withhold judgment maybe that's what we need to say we gotta withhold judgment until more information comes out. And depending on because, the state, on the state law, he may be Gucci. Because mm-hmm. what is it, 16 in Alabama? Like, like if, if she was 16. Yeah, yeah different different states have different statu- yeah. statutory yeah. Uh, ages. Yeah, and you know, and we don't know if, if it's true at all, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know the situation. It's, it's different states have different rules. We don't know if it's true at all. We don't know what she if, you know, he was 19, 20 and she said she was 18, you know, and she was 17. You know, we don't know the the details. And just like any other case, you know, if this was a young black athlete and they were dragging his name through the mud. I would want to say, hey, let's wait till the details come out. So. Hey, let's wait till the details come out. You know, innocent until proven guilty. As long as nobody is in danger, all we can do is wait. You know, if he doesn't have the opportunity to commit any illegal acts, everybody's safe. Let's wait. And all I ask is that we give that same grace. Because I think at one point, you know, when it first when we were talking about it, it was kind of like, yeah, drag them. It's more so don't drag them. We just want to say, give everybody the same grace. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if nobody's in harm, there's no, you know, potential of any harming anybody else. Let's wait to the details. You know, so yep. my bad. Continue. Who's next? That's, that's all I got, man. Okay. So we mentioned last week, uh, Andre 3000 dropped his all flute album, The New Blue Sun. And for the first week, at least, he outsold a lot of big name rappers. Uh, Lil Wayne, uh, Rick Ross, uh, a lot of people that dropped that same week, he outsold them. Um, so yep. a lot of people, like critics are saying, well, it's going to fall. Like people were just curious. They were just curious. So yeah, it might go down, but still, he told you he was releasing the album, no rapping, only flutes, and he still generated that level of interest with very little um, advertising. I think he did like a couple of interviews and made a post, and that was it. So People love three stacks. Social media. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, that's how I found out about it, right? Um, yeah, yeah it, it has some good. I does I do admit it has some good. Um, I think that may be oh, because Rosie mentioned the sneaker ball. So I do want to let the listeners know we're trying to put together a couple of shows. I haven't told you two yet, but I want to do a show where we have like a police officer or two on here. To because um, I don't want to just talk about unarmed shooters and stuff when it's popular to do it. I want to like try and you know get different perspectives and just the things that they encounter and what they deal with and just any questions we can come up with. So I like to do that. And I've talked to them about doing a hip hop show as well. It's just hard for us to get. It's hard enough to get our three schedules aligned and then add some guests is even more difficult. But I do want to let the listeners know. We are trying to work on doing some different things for some episodes. And I think maybe if we get some retired police officers, that might be able to might be a little easier as well, because they can be a little more forthcoming. That's a good point. on some of their decisions mm-hmm. and conversations cool. without incriminating themselves, you know. Um, so that works. Um, this, I like those show ideas. Yeah. So coming 2024, look forward to it. All right. I got, I got, I know I got one officer I can put on there. I think he'll, he'll be a, a great addition. Um, for me, not a lot. We're getting ready for the holidays. Bought my popcorn tin. I buy it every day. The next, this day after Thanksgiving. Have you guys put up your uh, Christmas decorations? Yep. Not yet. That'll be this oh, weekend. You COVID, if I can... my bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christmas decorations going. I think they're going up this weekend as well. Popcorn tin is up. I get my cookies. I start doing holiday cookies next week. I've already started listening to my uh, Christmas music. Put Players Ball on there. I will put Players Ball on there. Uh, I'll listen to that tonight. And um, shout out to, once again, FAMU football. This weekend, we play in the SWAC championship game at home against Prairie View University. It should be a good game. I'm hoping that the results are the same as they were when we played them earlier this year. And if we win that, we will be going to the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta. So I think it is going to be HBCU at its best. It will be FAMU versus Howard University. And I think the alumni will show out if those two schools make it because FAMU is right up the street from Atlanta and people from D.C. definitely make their way to 
Atlanta. There's a bunch of people from Howard there. I think it it might be it could be huge. So, and that will be whoever wins the celebration bowl. For those that don't know, it's like the HBCU championship between the MEAC and the SWAC. So, hopefully, fam, you can represent the SWAC. They're undefeated this year, and Howard had a less than stellar record, but they are the champs for the MEAC. And so all we can do is face whoever's put in front of us. With that being said, three brothers, no sense. Six rules of podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.